Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You are listening to Scoop B Radio. What's going on? I hope wherever you're listening from, you and your loved ones are safe during this COVID-19 period. Hey, this is the producer of Scoop B Radio, DJ Manio. I would just like to take the time out to give a big thanks for the listeners to the pod. We did record numbers last month. So on behalf of Scoopy and myself, thank you for the four years of supporting Brandon on his media journey. If you have a few minutes to spare, please fill out a short listener survey. Go to scoopyradio.com slash poll. You can also share your opinions about the show so we know what works and what we can do better. That's scoopyradio.com slash poll. S-C-O-O-P, the letter B, R-A-D-I-O dot com slash P-O-L-L. Don't worry if you didn't catch any of that. The link will be in the description. You're listening to Scoop B Radio with Brendan Robinson. Kate Manny. Manny. Yo. Scoop B Radio. You know what's official if Barry Bonds said, yo. The best in the business. That's word of Scoop. You either tuning in or reading up words from Scoop. He give you the business. He show you the proof. If Scoop B said, you know it's the truth. Sports and entertainment. He give you the mix. Some of the biggest interviews he gave you to fix on iTunes, the number one podcast, the joint and the journalist, the GOAT. So why ask? Watch out, if watch out. About it, if he naming them, scoopy.com, do numbers like Chamberlain. Pin game is a gift, got the gift to gab. If he say it is gospel, it's as simple as that. Now pay attention and you can see the way it go. Enough of this talking. This is Scoopy Radio. You're listening to Scoopy Radio. Get on his Instagram now. At Follow Scoop him. At Scoopy. Follow him. Yes, sir. Scoopy Radio. Scoopy Radio. Overtime. On the plane. On the train. Everywhere you need to be. I am Brandon Scoopy Robinson. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at 
Scoop B, Instagram or Snapchat at Scoop underscore B. And make sure most importantly that you subscribe to the Scoop B radio podcast, which is available on all streaming platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, TuneIn app, Stitcher app, iHeartRadio, or simply by visiting ScoopBRadio.com. 2.1 million streams last year. One of the reasons why is because we make newsmakers come on the podcast. And that's no exception here is we got the big homie, Kelsey Nicole Nelson of Fox Sports Radio, also the host of Listening with KNN on the line. Welcome to Scoop B Radio, Kelsey. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. I finally made it on. <laughs> I felt the same way when I was on your show. <laughs> Stop. I'm like, oh, man, everybody talks about Scoop B in the industry. So now that I'm on the show, now I've made it. Now I can call my parents and tell them, all right, everything that I've been telling y'all is finally true. <laughs> I, I hear you talking. Um, Scoopy Radio Online with Kelsey. First and foremost, your podcast since the pandemic has been uh, superfluous. You've had anyone <laughs> from uh, Jonathan Isaac of the Orlando Magic, then NBA uh, legend Ben Wallace. You've had uh, Jesse Ventura, who's a WWE Hall of Famer, as well as, you know, former statesman. Uh, in the state of Minneapolis, you've had Warren Moon on. Who haven't you had on? <laughs> Honestly, if I haven't had them on yet, I'm trying to get them on coming up because I'm planning to make this the summer of listening with KNN. But honestly, no, I've been blessed. I've been blessed. I don't know. COVID-19 came. Me and my team wanted to go bigger and better. And please, everybody kept saying yes. So, I mean, it's been great to have all these amazing guests and just get them to share stories, some of them stories that they had never shared before so I can keep delivering to my to my audience, you know, that, that each and every week supports me. What was your motivation to go as hard as you were? I mean, before the pandemic, I know you had all the ball. Um, and I don't want to say you sure you've had other guests, but it seems as though you've just been consistent like a, a soul food restaurant in the Italian greens. What has been, uh, <laughs> what has, what, what got you really moving and grooving like you've been doing now with the pandemic? Let me tell you, I've always been one to love a challenge. And I feel like the pandemic hit and everyone kept asking me, well, Kelsey, what are you about to do? What are you going to report on? I'm like, what are you going to do? What are you about to report on? There's always a storyline. There's always feature stories. And since I'm also a college professor, I was thinking I'm sitting here preaching and teaching to my students what they have to do during the, during the pandemic. I have to live and breathe it, too. And then also, honestly, I just thought in layman's terms, if I'm stuck in the house, guess what? Everybody else is, too, which means all of these great guests that I'm wanting, they're doing the same thing that I'm doing. So I thought it was a valuable time to hit them up and get their insights and thoughts because this is something that we're all going through together. It's the first time anything like this has hit any of us in our lifetime. And so I wanted to share that story. It needs to be told. We're all trying to cope and get through it together. So lo and behold, started working overtime, you know, working from home. I didn't have to put in my DC commute in and out of the city to get from the DMV area. You know how lovely our traffic is. So getting that time back in my life, you know, I was able to put that towards just pitching and promoting the show and growing the brand with my team. And, you know, luckily the feedback was great and the responses were great and people wanted their clients and their guests to come on the show. Yeah, you had Jasmine Jordan on the pod. Yes. How cool is that? Oh, my gosh. She was awesome. Let me tell you, if people watch the interview, I feel like I'm a vibe person, and me and her just vibe so well. Like, I feel like in another life, we're best friends. 
but she mm-hmm. was just so humble. She was easy to talk to. She taught me some sneaker culture because you guys, I'm a sports reporter, but I'm far removed from sneaker culture. So I learned some stuff from her. Um, okay. but she was great. And I think, I think her story needed to be told as, you know, the only daughter of MJ at that time period when the last dance was happening. I think she has a different perspective. Um, and so I loved it. And then, you know, now she made MJ a grandpa. So she was able to show who MJ is as a grandfather. It's such a different, unique perspective. And, you know, just get to share some stories off the court that we didn't get to see in the last dance. And I think it kind of helps us all understand he who is Michael Jordan just all the bit better. What did you learn from the Jordan documentary? Oh, that's a great question. Honestly, okay, so I was born in 92, right? So at the height of Jordan's career, I was a young, young pop. And so I had known about MJ. Let me tell you, Space Jam was that movie for me. I loved it. I know every line, every song from Space Jam. But I think for me, from MJ, I really learned what his mindset was, what made him who he was. We saw the great stuff he did on the basketball court, but just seeing all that he went through, I think the story with his father and losing his father and, you know, how that really changed him, but he came back even stronger. It just showed you why MJ was who he is and his motivations. And it really taught me you have no excuses to not be great. I mean, you see his story. He wasn't always at the top of his game. He had to work towards it. And he worked himself to be up the way, and he made people greater around him. And so for me, now I feel like I really understand MJ. Like, I can explain him to somebody because we all watch that um, together. And honestly, it made me love MJ even more. That's real. Scooping radio on the line with Kelsey Nicole Nelson. I did not mention that she's also an adjunct professor at uh, Dora College uh, in Miami. Uh, you do all your stuff uh, digitally. Um, yeah. And, um, I would imagine with your work scheduling in the DMV, you going to Miami is just out of the question. How are you balancing and juggling all these different things at once? Oh my gosh, it's simple, Scoop. I just, I don't sleep. <laughs> you just keep working, you know, you minimize your sleep. But I'm sleeping somewhat, but honestly, time management is a skill that I'm even still learning, but you really just have to learn how to manage your time and make the most of it. And luckily, um, I, obviously my show has my name on it, but I have a great team around me that helps me. And then being a professor, though, you put that first and foremost. My students know that they are always able to reach me um, at any time because they are the future. They're the next generation and I learned so much from them as they think they're learning from me and it was my first semester doing it you know it was a learning experience but it was such a positive experience and I'm so excited to see what they're going to continue to do but honestly if it's something you love you make time for it I tell people that all the time if you want to do something you'll make time for it and then this is what I've always wanted to do since I was like three so you know each and every day living out my dream I, I find ways to make each and every part of my dream a true reality so i just i feed off of high energy you're getting that from this interview now um <laughs> and i just keep rolling you know you do what you have to do something needs to be done you get it done and you make it happen i like it you have um with the pandemic going on and with the aftermath of the george floyd murder um it's content for days um how do you draw the line between just creating content and actually caring about what you're researching and what you're interviewing people about Yeah, that's such a great question. And I think here in the D.C. area and growing up here, with the George Floyd murder, unfortunately, I always want to make sure that I bring in my sports knowledge, but also my public policy knowledge, because I think that's what we're wanting now. We see this action happening in the streets. We see these protests. And now we're wanting changes on the policy side. And luckily, since I have, like, almost full creative content 
of my show, I'm able to kind of straddle that line with getting emotions and thoughts from my guests on how they're feeling about it and where they want to go, but also making sure that we talk about next steps and solutions because it needs to be talked about. And I preach this all the time, but sports has always for a long time touched other aspects of life. And that's why I hate when people say, you know, sports, just stick to sports. You can't just stick to sports. The sports has always touched everything in society um, and all that we do. And if you think about it, when you think about the George Floyd protest and situation, it really got elevated to a new level when we saw our celebrity athletes get involved and call a change to action. It showed that ESPN and your Fox Sports can no longer just stick to sports. They had to talk about this issue and subject. And if you just saw the SBs, you saw how much ingrained the current situation uh, is into our sports world. The athletes are feeling it. We're feeling it. And we're not going to advance anywhere until we solve this problem. Because at the end of the day, athlete or not, we're all human beings. We all just want the same. We all just want the same human rights, right? We want life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And so I think it's up to each person to see where they draw the line. But I do think as I think I have a duty and an obligation as a black woman, first and foremost, before my job, to make sure that we talk about these issues. Because at the end of the day, yes, I'm a sports supporter. But when I go to sleep and when I wake up, I'm a black woman in America. And that's what I'll always be true to. And that's what I'll always stick to. I like that. I like that. If you hear Callie would say, I like that. I like that. <laughs> it's real. It's real. <laughs> um, you... Uh, as a woman in this industry, as a black woman, um, that's a double minority. Um, how do you, do you feel like you, in the early beginnings, like when you finished college and then you, you kind of thrust yourself into this field choice, it took a while for people to take you seriously. How did you get people to take you seriously? Yeah, that's such a great question. And it is, it's hard because as a, as a black woman, you're automatically the underdog. And I still am the underdog. You always have people doubting you. You know, you have, you say sexism, you say racism, you have people judging you based purely off of your physical appearance and thinking that you possibly can't know anything. So you're fighting all of these different things. But I always say your work ethic speaks to your true talent and how long you'll really be able to survive in this industry. People that knew me in college know I was always a grinder like I am now. I switched into the journalism major at Maryland. My last semester, I was taking 27 credits and had three internships. I had 15 internships in college. So people that know me know how hard I grind. These were all internships that I wanted to do in media and sports. And so I had been able to, uh, throughout college, really begin to build my brand working here in D.C. with it was Comcast Sports Washington. Now it's NBC Sports Washington. I, was, I uh, interned for NASCAR. I interned for SB Nation. I interned for the University of Maryland Athletic Department. So I'd really put my feet in the ground. I had made great networking connections. So people that knew me knew me and knew how hard I worked. So when people said my name, they weren't able to just go off, you know, of, of my physical appearance, but they saw the workload that I put into it. And they were all able to say, man. She's a grinder, and she did this, this, and this good. Because if you're going to do something, do it well, and make sure others can back up why you do it well. And I think that's what I was able to do in college, and luckily I think that's why I've been able to grow my brand here and the D&D, because people just know it's real, and it's what I've been doing for a long time and what I continue to do, and I've always been true to that. If I put my if I put myself in it, I'm going to give 150%, and there's no cutting the corners around it. So it's really just how much how hard you work for what you want, I think, will judge you a long time in this industry. Tell me something. Uh, I know for SEO purposes, Brandon Scoopy Robinson goes a long way versus just Brandon Robinson. What made yeah. you decide to go with Kelsey Nicole Nelson? 
Oh, that's simple. My name is probably, and I love my parents, but one of the most common names <laughs> in the entire country. I think everybody knows a Kelsey and everybody probably knows somebody with the last name Nelson. And so I used to, I remember when I was like in middle school, I started Googling myself and this is like when the internet was really picking up and things. And I was never the first one. And I shared this story. I had to keep flipping pages. And let me tell you, I got tired of kept to keep clicking the Google button, the little arrow to keep going to the next page until I finally found myself. And then I realized, like, with my full name, Kelsey Nicole Nelson, I was the first to come up. And then K&N kind of had always stuck with me because I've always been interested in journalism and media. And, you know, this playing sports, there was another Kelsey on the basketball team. Um, she was Kelsey Whiff. I was Kelsey Nelson. But they would sometimes differentiate me with me going by K&N, of course, playing off of CNN because I was the newsy one. I was the one that was always updating the team on what's going on. And then also to play off the of Oprah Whip. Oprah, Oprah Winfrey Network as well. She goes by, of course, her full name um, for the network. And people were saying, you know, I'll be the next Oprah, but in terms of sports. And so it's a little play on that for people that know me. And, you know, just kind of stuck. And so now people will even call me K&N. But you really have to see, you know, how to differentiate yourself. You shared how your name is different. I think, I think Brandon, me and you share this, right? Brandon Robinson is a common name. But with mm-hmm. QB, I mean, you've been able to differentiate yourself. And now you are that guy. So nobody can take that from you. And that's how I feel with Kaylin and, and Kelsey Nicole Nelson Brand. I paid her to say that. She, she said I'm going to die. I paid her to say Brand. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I got the pass out and she to prove it. Um, <laughs> QB ready on the line with Kelsey Nicole Nelson. Kaylin and talking all things sports. You um, recently had... Uh, Jesse Ventura uh, on K&N, and you guys discussed the Washington Redskins. Mm-hmm. Um, and you guys, um, you know, discussed the fact that they should change their name. Um, you know DC well. Um, how do you feel about this? Yeah, so this is an age-old question that I never get tired of talking to. And being born and bred here in the DMV area, this is a football town. Yes, I know the Capitals recently won. The Nationals recently won a championship. The Mystics recently won a championship. But it doesn't matter. The Redskins are still the living, breathing life of D.C. And let me tell you, I know their last championship, you guys, was around when I was born. But that doesn't stop it. D.C. natives here have loved the Washington football team. Of course, they used to play in D.C. when they played at RFK Stadium. But now FedEx Field, I mean, it's it's a it's a landline. I mean, <laughs> Redskins football is a landline for for the DMV area. And you grow up, you grow up. I've been to what Redskins baby showers. I've been to Redskins themed weddings. I've been to Washington Redskins themed funerals. Yes, this is not a joke. This is a real real thing. There's many many people here who do cakes. Will tell you that's one of their most common orders. And so it's something that's kind of been ingrained into the culture. But of course, now we have our mayor calling for a name change. We have Jesse Ventura and so many others saying the name is offensive. And so I think D.C. is stuck in this middle ground where you have people saying, I guess they can kind of tie to the Confederate flag thing, where it's like many are saying, hey, this is our heritage. This is the name we grew up with. And some of these people, and I've had a guy on my show, Native American, worked for the Washington Redskins, and said, hey, Kelsey, I grew up with this on my reservation in North Dakota. I love this name, but this name is is a tribute to me. But then on the other side, you have people saying, well, hey, this is offensive. Did you see what, you know, Redskins meant when this country was being founded and, and you know, how it was used negatively? So I feel like I'm in this middle place, unfortunately, and I'll just be honest, where you have both sides and it's been hard to get to something because I don't think one side has been louder than the other. And so I think that's why for now the team is saying, well, hey, we still have a lot of people that support us. You know, they still call us his name. There's still media members that call us his name. And so we're not going to change it. Um, and so it's a tough place. It's a tough place. But I think nobody wants nobody wants anything that's authentic. 
nobody should want that. And I think if somebody's saying it's offensive, you need to look at it. But I really do hope we get to a happy medium where the Washington football team can keep all fans, all fans happy and not be offensive. Preaching, preaching to death. Um, <laughs> I'm just keeping it real. Like, I try to look at all sides, right? As journalists, we have to be objective, and that's what I always try to do. No, and I think that's, that brings up a valid point, particularly because um, when I look at Washington, I think that we've had this moment before in sports, right? So you look at the Bullets. Um, yeah, yes. The, the Bullets were in Baltimore. They moved to and why they had to change their names. Because mm-hmm. of the crime in Washington, right? Right, right, right. And let me tell you, so I was younger, but of course, as people that know my dad, and I just post my father's day picture, I know everything about sports from my dad. And just, and even knowing the area growing up, I mean, it was bad. Baltimore, even now, there's still parts, you know, that aren't where they need to be, unfortunately. But saying all that to say, you know, there are some people that say, hey, we love the Bullets name. Why did they change it? And let me tell you, some people will still rock the old merchandise. And if you think about it, that was really when the franchise was at the height of hype. Because, of course, we're wanting the Washington Wizards to get there, but they haven't been able to get to that promised land just yet. But, you know, there's some people that thought it was true and real, so why change it? But you see what they did with the Capital City Go-Go team, uh, the NBA G League team. They did that as a tribute to D.C. and, of course, our music here, which is Go-Go music. So I thought mm-hmm. that was a really fitting tribute to name our G League team after that. And then, of course, that's a positive representation. We have the whole Don't Mute D.C. movement, because as D.C. goes through this wave of gentrification, we want to make sure that the culture is still here and Go-Go is a part of that. If you come to D.C., the real D.C., you're going to hear Go-Go music black on the streets. You're going to see the drummers out banging it as you go to, you know, your metro or your bus stop. And so I thought that was a good tribute. I think the bullet saying, you know, I get why they changed it. They didn't want that perceived notion. But then, like, we're talking about the Washington Redskins name. Even if you change the name, there probably still will be those people, you know, who just won't get with the time. So, you know, you'll you'll always have some of that. Like it's the question. So Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern time, I'm welcoming in Amari Sotomayor. Very excited to be speaking with him. He'll be joining me live from Tel Aviv. Uh, so that's going to be a fun one. I am so excited for that one. And I really hope everyone tunes in. We're going to be talking all things his career. I don't think people realize or remember how long he's been playing this game. <laughs> he's been doing it a while and still at some of the highest levels. So we'll talk, you know, the COVID-19 impact on sports his career now, and yes, we'll talk about all that he did in the NBA and some of his great moments. So very excited to welcome him on this week on Wednesday. Ask Amari about his line bath. About his what? He used to take baths and wine. Oh, my. Ooh. Now that's going to be a fun one. <laughs> yeah. He, talked, he, he, he and I talked about that a few years ago. He was playing in a um, basketball with that vibrant guy was running at the time, and after the game, we sat in the locker room at Rutgers University and talked about linebacker. Um, and we talked about Carmelo Anthony, and we talked about, you know, the Houston Rockets at the time. Carmelo had started a couple years ago, time with the Rockets, that didn't work out. But the linebacker definitely stood out. And, um, wow, I love back. this. Mm-hmm. Yep. I love this. Yeah, so you may want to piggyback off of that. Uh, and, 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 you know, ask me about that and ask me if he still does it. I 
I definitely will. And I will say that's one of the best parts I love about my live stream too, is that I take live questions during the show from guests. So if there's something burning, that's respectable, of course. I will ask the guests that on the show. And so I, I again, I call it listen in with Kane in because I want people to listen in, but I really want them to feel like they're part of the conversation. Essentially, the show is like my guests are eavesdropping on an intimate conversation I'm having with someone. And so hopefully they've been able to enjoy that. But again, ask questions, use the hashtag and, and please be part of the show. So I think Amari is going to be one, you know, that definitely delivers. And you know, you got to be very specific with the way people ask you questions these days. Because if you leave it open. <laughs> That's what I said. Respectful questions, people. All right. I get to choose what goes up on screen. So if it's not respectful, you will not yeah. see yourself on camera. <laughs> yes. But I will say, luckily, I haven't had anything crazy, so that's been the best part. Let me not, let me knock on wood to not jinx that, but hopefully that keeps that. Speak for yourself. (laughs) uh, Yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, Who are some of your uh, motivations uh, in this industry? Yeah, that's a great question. Honestly, there are so many I can point to. I remember I remember just growing up and not seeing enough faces that look like mine in sports. I mean, Robin Roberts will forever be just a true icon and idol for me. Growing up in the D.C. area, I knew about Jane Kennedy very early mm-hmm. on and what she did for sports um, and sports broadcasting. And then, of course, you know, more recent examples like Carrie Champion and Jamel Hill. I mean, Maria Taylor, I think, is another one that's just been continuing to grind and set the standard. Um, you know, Roz Gold and Taylor Rooks. I mean, there's just so many black women who are who are doing it and, you know, sprinkling black girl magic everywhere, you know, and I'm just hoping to add to that landscape. And so when I see them grinding and pushing, it propels and pushes me because there needs to be more. I mean, there needs to be more. I want it to come to a point where there's so many of us doing it that people can't say our names because there's just too many people doing it. Um, but there's, you know, there's been a bunch and even, and even males, I mean, Mike Hill has been amazing. James Brown is one of my amazing mentors. You've been amazing since I met you and pushing and propelling me. And, you know, I've just been blessed. I've been blessed at just having people, you know, who, who meet me and like my work and, you know, help to advance and push my work or people I don't even know who just do great work that they push and propel me because I want my work, you know, to be top notch like theirs. So there's so many, I can't name all of them, but those are just some of a few that, you know, constantly inspire me in this industry. When you're not um, chasing stories, what do you like to do for fun? Oh, my gosh. I work all the time. My friends <laughs> my friends know this, but when I'm not, I like to walk. Uh, I like to go outside. I like to do, like, um, you know, riding bikes, go-karts. I go to the fair when it's in town. I love ice cream, so always down for ice cream, shindigs, and DC re brunch. So always love a good brunch <laughs> with friends yeah. and family. And I love family time. I love my family, you know, and connecting with them. My little sister is definitely my best friend. Um, but just I like I like things where I get to know people. You know, like I like going to nice events, um, dancing and stuff. I like to sing, even though I can't. I guess I'm your normal, your typical person when I have time. But really interacting with people is, is great. In DC being by the water too. I like to go out in the boat, um, you know, and just get freedom and fresh air. Um, so lots, lots of different things. As long as it's usually with people um, and I'm competitive, I usually like it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Tell people um, where they can find more information about you, your brand, and your podcast. Sure. So I am so simple. KelseyNicoleNelson.com. And the best thing about my website is that my name is all normal spelling. So that's Kelsey, K-E-L-S-E-Y, your normal spelling. KelseyNicoleNelson.com has all my latest and greatest videos. 
all my latest announcements on what's coming up and all of my past work on social media, The Real Kay Nelson. On Twitter and Instagram is my personal. On Facebook, check out my fan page, Kelsey Nicole Nelson. And then my podcast can be found on YouTube, uh, Periscope and Facebook. Definitely check it out. It's Listen In with KNN. And on Twitter and Instagram, it's Listen In with KNN. And then the audio version of the podcast drops on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. And they can also check out the full broadcast on Fox Sports Radio, 1340am.com. So I hope everybody checks it out. Give me feedback. Please be great. And review it and look out for the next shows. I have a very action-packed, um, very action-packed summer. I'll even drop one more thing for you, Brandon, on July 9th. I'm super excited about this one. But former WWE wrestler Kane, a.k.a. Mayor Glenn Jacobs, will be coming on to join me Whoa. on the show. So very excited about that. And he'll be on the live stream version. So everyone should check that out July 9th um, at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I like it. Here's the good news. <laughs> You're off the yes. you're off the Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> I made it. <laughs> Mama, I made it. I appreciate your time and um I'll be pulling for you. Thank you. I appreciate that so much. And truly no, I truly appreciate your support. The wrestling thing was awesome. I've been sharing that story and it's just great to like finally get some credit um for my show, you know, from some other sites. So I truly appreciate that. I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for your time and I'll talk to you soon. All right, thanks so much. Have a great one. Stay safe and stay cool. And this is Scoopy Radio saying, you bring the coffee and I'll bring the Duncan. Kaboom! Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 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 Mm